Anyone else love watching a man dressed in black beat up the elderly? Why it gotta be black? <laughs> Welcome to episode 21 of the Mutant Musings podcast. It's April 2018, so we'll be discussing some comics and news from March 2018. I'm your host, Jonathan, and with me as always is my nighttime zombie relief. Petty! Here's your friendly reminder that you can leave us a comment on geekade.com or 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook. Leave us some feedback on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast. We need your approval. Please. Right, right. We crave your approval. We do. Or be a dick about it. We don't care, TBH. JK, we love you. <laughs> JK Rowling. And we want to hear from you. Do you want to hear from us? We hope so. Good. Or why are you here? Right. But remember, you're going to hear a lot of cursing because we say fuck like it's going out of style. And let's hope fucking never goes out of style because let's be real, that'll be the end of the human race. It'd be about fucking time. So fuck folks, just fuck responsibly. BT dubs, this is not the podcast you need to listen to from episode one. So please don't. To be honest... I want episode one to be listened to 5,000 times, Ugh, and we're, the we're other well. episodes can have, like, one or two listens. That's fine. I just want, want episode one. We're well on our way. I don't know. There's 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 a lot of listens to episode one because people think, that's this is where I have to start. No, you really don't. Like, what we talk about is topical at the time. You don't have to go back and listen to it. I appreciate anybody listening to anything here, but, like, you really don't have to listen to this from the very beginning because things were very rough so but thank you for listening anyway uh so so yeah but you don't you don't have to so anyway let's let's get this rolling just listen to all of them right all right yeah fine do that it was really hard to narrow things down this month uh so i'll narrow your thing down what that's not a good thing that's not a sexy thing i don't know how penises work (laughs) (laughs) i disagree honey uh this one she knows her way around it all right anyway <laughs> so old man logan numbers 36 and numbers 37 in general i thought these were good this was kind of um a little departure because we're kind of like in the midst of you know daredevil and spider-man territory when we're getting into like uh the crime of new york city and wilson fisk being elected mayor we have to turn back this is <laughs> this is spider country <laughs> We got to get the fuck out of Spider Country. I'm severely arachnophobic. I'm not going to last in Spider Country. But Wilson Fisk was actually fucking elected mayor. Um, And I was following his miniseries, which I don't know if it was meant to be a miniseries. But I thought it was great. I think it was like the end of last year. And it kind of set this whole thing up for him to be elected mayor. But obviously I never follow through with it so all of a sudden we open up with old man logan 36 and he's the fucking mayor there's pictures of him everywhere there are people angry at heroes because duh the kingpin is on on like an anti-vigilante platform so people are like all against the x-men living in central park and like they're rooting for the villains and i'm like this really really parallels our current time yeah um, that's exactly what i thought <laughs> honestly what's happening. just like <laughs> wilson fisk is like donald trump would you say that that is a fitting parallel? Uh, I would vote for Wilson Fisk. Yeah, <laughs> over, I would. Over what we currently have. Yes. So, like, there's this flash drive that one of um, the Kingpin's, like, goons got his hands on because, you know, he wants to fuck over the Kingpin. I'm thinking, like, you know, old man Logan, like, meets this guy in a fucking bar and... There's X-Men that can get, that can, like, hack into this encrypted fucking file. Why do we need to, like, go across town in a subway or whatever? Like, bro, just call up Cypher, you know? What I mean? Like, he's still... Well, he still needs to transport it somewhere, but it is stupid that he didn't... Okay, on one hand, I can see how it's stupid that, uh, you know, he, you know, didn't go to the X-Men, but on the other hand, this isn't an X-Men title. This is a Logan title, so they're trying to focus on Logan, and if he would just come running to the X-Men every time he had a fucking problem, it wouldn't really be a Logan title. Yeah, no, okay, that's that's a good point. So, I mean, obviously, you know, go to Cypher, go to uh, fucking the new girl, uh, Trinary, Trinary, uh, go to fucking fucking what about that other girl, Sage, Sage still around? I don't know. I don't know, we haven't seen her in a long time. There's a whole bunch of mutants who do that, but 
Yeah, don't go there because then your book is going to get canceled. Right, but instead we go into a crowded subway. Yes. A crowded subway. Not Okay, so we know Wilson Fisk. Like, I, I'm not an expert on the guy, but I know enough about him to know that he's, like, very well connected and especially as mayor. No. So, like, no fucking shit this guy's going to get shot and killed on a crowded subway. Okay, I, I just here's, here's the thing. We live... 15 miles away from New York City or something. Not even. Okay, not even. Whatever. You know how fucking expensive taxis are in New York City? Listen. What the fuck? Like, okay. So that's what you're saying? You was trying to save a few bucks? I mean, okay. You (laughs) use... It's like 80 bucks to get a taxi Uh in New York City. Mm -hmm. Or... So, so would you rather, would you, yeah, yeah. So would you rather have a, you know, actually it's like a, like $3. Okay. Whatever. So would you rather, you know, take $3 and chance at possibly getting shot or would you rather spend $80? Because for me, I'd rather, you know, save $77. I just did math in my head. Quick math. Quick math time. That's some quick math. Right. Showing off my accounting skills. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, the dude gets killed, but Logan solves the flash drive, and then he looks for uh, Sarah Dewey, who was featured in the Kingpin's recent series. And I, I really liked her. She was a, a really interesting character because she is in PR. She is an alcoholic. And uh, she was just very interesting. That that title was very interesting. Um, she wrote the book on Wilson Fisk with literally. Him. So yeah, so she, she literally wrote the book. Literally knows him. And I'm looking at this, and like you know, the the final couple of pages, we learned that Kim, Kingpin has bullseye. Bullseye is going to go after Old Man Logan. And I'm like, all right, I can't wait for this because the whole thing with Logan now is like his body is failing. Like his his healing factor is failing him, and Bullseye is in pretty fucking good shape. So, like, all right, so we're just going to beat up the elderly. And that's essentially what happens. Uh, fucking Logan goes and meets Sarah Dewey. She's drunk, but he convinces her to, you know, like, try to help and find out what's on this flash drive. And then they, again, in broad daylight, they go out to, like, to like a fucking Whole Foods or something, and Bullseye shows up. I'm not, I was not a huge fan of the art style in these two issues, but I still really liked all the fighting with Bullseye. Because he's the type of character who it's like, you know, let me throw, you know, some fucking toothpicks or whatever, and I can use that as a deadly weapon. I just think that's really cool. I thought it was really interesting that when they did attack them on the subway, Kingpin was pissed. He did not want them to kill this guy in broad daylight in a crowded subway. Yeah, or innocent civilians. Yeah, and like right by civilians, and also it could be easily tied back to him yeah he had to like get ahead of that so that his reputation wouldn't be tarnished yeah no i i i agree he had to kind of get out in front and and control the narrative before it like got out of hand and that was smart of him and it was also honestly smart of him to kind of send bullseye to go do this because you know bullseye is a known criminal a supervillain. the guy's been dead a couple of times and like come come back so you've got bullseye going after logan um, going after Sarah, and with explicit instructions not to kill Sarah. And obviously this leaves on a fucking cliffhanger. But, like, as Logan and Bullseye are fighting, Sarah gets away. Uh, she finds one of her friends who she knows can hack into this file. And, of course, Bullseye shows up and kills the dude. Um, and Sarah's left there. Bullseye's, regardless of Fisk's uh, instructions, he's ready to kill her. And that's the cliffhanger it leaves on. But can we talk about the fight with Bullseye? Because it was fucking amazing. I loved it. I it was, absolutely loved it. So this was taking place in, like, a Whole Foods, right? right? Okay, yeah. because Sarah wanted to eat something to sober up. Right. And there was, uh, Logan was just like, oh, there's nothing in your fridge. And she's like, <laughs> you want through my fridge? And he's like, I've, I've here been here a while. <laughs> So, you know, Bullseye is just, like, wearing this fucking hoodie and sunglasses. Just, like, total Unabomber. <laughs> yeah, really? Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just that, uh... It's all, these uh hips, it's all these hipsters around, and he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> and fucking sunglasses and keeping himself covered. I'm serving you Unabomber realness. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so, um, he's just standing in this like aisle of like essential oils or something has anybody talked to you about essential oils yeah Uh, (laughs) so he's just uh fucking like opening them dropping them on the floor and at first i was like why is he just like you know smelling these like oils or whatever 
And, and then I noticed that there were like a pile of them on the floor. Yeah. So it was fucking up Logan's enhanced smell sense. Yeah, it was it was really smart move. Yeah. Like I didn't understand that at first. I was thinking maybe he's going to use some of these pieces of glass. Yeah, to, like, or I thought that he was just being like a fucking like impatient little <laughs> child like <laughs> What the fuck do Pay I Pay attention do? to me. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to me, mommy. And then, and then he ends up killing, like, you know, four people quietly who just, like, go over to him. It was awesome. He has these, like, uh, like... The bottle caps. Bottle caps. That's what they're called. <laughs> um, and he uses those as, like, throwing stuff. It's, yeah. it's just cool. He, like, That's takes kind of... out Logan's eye. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was, that was fucking gross. That was disturbing. And the it was to- right the, in the eye. The toothpick ricocheted off shit and, like, went into his ear. Yeah, this like, is deep a- into his canal, probably into his brain. This is just awesome. He's he's a great villain. He's a lot of fun. I love him. I hope they bring him to the Netflix series. But that aside, what makes this all really interesting is that old man Logan is an old man. Like, his healing factor is failing him. He was, like, fucking dragging his bloody intestines, like, into some fucking CVS in the in the uh, number 36 to get some gauze to wrap yeah. himself up. What I really think, like, okay, listen, this, th- these were pretty good issues. Again, the art was kind of meh, but I, I like the story. What I think is really happening, though, and what they're building towards yeah, tell me. is that they're going to bring, they've already kind of brought 616 Wolverine back, even though not everybody knows it yet, right? But, well, they're soliciting it in the back of the issues. Where is Logan? Right. So, but Where he, in the world? <laughs> that's getting a series, by the way. Where, where in the world's comments? <laughs> Very good. I think that they're going to kill off Old Man Logan. I think he's going to die in the 616 universe. You think so? He's not going back to his time. He's not going to stay around for a few years until somebody figures out how to get him back to his time. He's going to die soon. They they keep, you know... No tr- more old daddy Logan? No, they just keep beating him up. And he left the X-Men. He said he had to go out on his own. And look at his Have healing to. factor. It's absolute shit right now. So I think that's what they're building towards. They're bringing 616... Logan back. Right. Uh, Laura's going back to, which we'll talk about later. She's going back to X-23, and Good. old man Logan's going to die. I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. What do you think's going to happen with Jimmy Hudson? I don't like him. Well, I don't care about him at all. I don't, I don't like <laughs> I, him. I do not care for Jimmy You Hudson. just like him because he's, like, blondish? Is that why you like him? Listen, I just think he's hot. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I just think these are nice. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> all right, so next up we got X-Men Red number two. Which we have to talk about because uh, we love X-Men Red so far, even though this is only the second issue. Listen, this <clears throat> issue gave me a boner. So Trinary is already amazing. You know, it opens up with her just being a complete bitch. And I don't blame her. Like, we don't even know her yet. But, like, she's being kept against her will in this, like, makeshift prison with this dude from India's Mutant Defense Force. I just think it's amazing that, you know, she's saying that she's going to email this dude's mom his internet search history. That was fantastic. Fucking... That's the introduction we get to She's her. the hero that we need and the hero that we deserve. That we deserve right now. All right. So, like, Jean just returned from the dead and, like, everybody fucking hates her already. Whatever. Um, but they get to hang out in Wakanda and uh, Gabby's having fun and she splashes Nesno. And I'm really happy to see him because we don't see him anymore. Right. But he's just sitting there meditating and then he cracks a smile after, like... You know, somebody says that, like, you know, whatever. And they t- they like, talk about his powers. And I'm like, we need to see him do something. Like, in the solicit for this series, we were seeing him, like, hulked up. And, like, we haven't seen him do anything yet. And, and this, again, I'm still wondering, is he going to be a permanent part of this team? Uh, he's one of those characters that I think we need to see more of. Because, like, okay, but it's a thing that, like, you know, there's a catch to him using his powers. I like, he, he can, like, beef up and, like, you know, take shots at the Hulk or whatever, but he's gonna die. Well, we don't I know. Mean, not right away. We don't, we don't know, know exactly what's it's gonna not happen like, to him. It's not like he has yet. Yeah, he hasn't died yet. I mean, so, so you know what? I've been, you know, we've been smoking for a few years and it hasn't killed us yet. So, <laughs> you know, until I see evidence that proves otherwise, I'm not quitting. Geek does not support <laughs> Patty's opinions on smoking. Don't smoke, kids. His power comes with a catch, much like my power. See, because I can walk upstairs. You're a catch. But if I do. <laughs> It's it's it gonna hurts. it yeah it's gonna hurt <laughs> it's gonna catch up to me it's gonna it's gonna make me dislocate my hips uh huh and that's why I'm anti stare 
I am the only candidate who is explicitly anti-stare. I don't like your anti-stare platform, Patty. <laughs> How do we get up to that platform, Patty? Do we have to roll up the ramp to get on your platform? You haven't thought out this platform very well, have you? This is what happens when keeping it real goes wrong, Patty. <laughs> In this week's mini challenge, <laughs> you Christ. fell down. Oh man! But um, in the maxi challenge, stop. Listen, we have one topic at a time. To this top. is a one-topic podcast. <laughs> we don't do X Men slash RuPaul's Drag Race. Listen, everyone, I am so happy to hear your feedback from last time that there are fans of both the X Men and RuPaul's Drag Race. We can only talk about one of those at a time. So we're going to keep... That's my mutant superpower. We're going to talk about X-Men. Anyway, getting back to uh, X-Men Red number two, <laughs> the whole reason why they went after her is because of the uh, the wage gap in India. She took money from, what was it? It was like the top 25%, like the, the top earners in India, and uh, the gave... CEOs, yeah. yeah, the CEOs gave, gave all to that women. to women. And Gabby's just like, and just like that, I have a new hero. I was like, this is fucking amazing. And I'm, I'm very sorry, but I saw someone comment on, uh, somebody posting about her on one of the X-Men groups and it was like, oh, so we should be celebrating a thief right now. And I'm like, are you kidding me? What about fucking Gambit Storm? and Storm and fucking... Have you never rooted just, for... Uh, Wolverine kills people. Right, you have to be against exactly. Wolverine if that's going to be your argument. Anyway, also, Gabby might be a blossoming lesbian, which was very interesting. Who isn't? <laughs> I know. I love the ladies. In this uh, day and age, I mean, come on. Who In this economy, <laughs> who, has the, who has the choice to be so picky? Uh, you, you only are attracted to one gender, please. I don't know. This, this was a great issue. The thing is, it's like, you know, this, this ends up with them trying to rescue Trinary and this giant fucking sentinel, sentinel coming out of the ground. And we haven't even gotten more of Cassandra Nova yet. We just know that she's, like, pulling some bullshit. So I know I've ranted about X-Men Gold before, but, like, in X-Men Gold, this would be done already. It would be two issues, the story would be done, and, and that we'd be Wham, moving bam, on to the next thing. Man. Exactly. Uh, but X-Men Red, we're getting more of a setup for, like, bigger and better things. Maybe foreplay. There's your dick joke. And so, yeah. And they keep you satisfied. <clears throat> All right. So moving and on. And then maybe round two. <laughs> All right. So next up, we got Iceman number 11. Really, the only reason why we're talking about this is because this is the final issue. It looks like the whole Shatterstar porn stash rubbed off on Richter. Is there such a thing as a porn beard or porn mullets? <laughs> or no, that's not what I was thinking. What are what these is, things called? The mutton chops. Mutton chops. Are there porn mutton chops? That's like, why does it always words. have to be a stash? There's too many words and too many syllables. A porn chops i feel like it comes Porn from chops. i feel like it comes from ron jeremy all right so we got to team up with richter which was cute so i feel like there's like this big build-up to this self-realization that bobby has like every single issue like you know what kind of happened here but what i did really like was the contrast of what was currently happening and what happened in the past because the art style was very old-timey and it gave us a little bit more background context on Bobby. That's really all that I liked about this. You know, this it was it was kind of interesting to see Bobby uh, as a little kid being forced to go talk to the priest, and the priest is talking about like these filthy mutants who live in the sewers and like you know propaganda. When really, what he's slinging at this young child is propaganda. But, you know, I'm glad everything turned out okay with, like, this middle-aged mutant that lived next door to the Drakes. I'm glad that Bobby's happy. But, like, this series was, as important as it was, I was not really a fan of it, honestly. Like, a lot of the stories were just self-contained. They felt a little, like, hokey. And, like, I would love to see more of it. I, on I wish it didn't end at number 11, but I just, it always left me wanting a lot more and not mm. necessarily in a good way. Yeah, I mean, honestly, until you just did that little recap, I mean, it went in one ear out the other, but but with my eyes. It went it in, went in one eye and out the other. It went in one button and out the other. Am I right? Right. That's that's a, this is a you know you know what kind of that's that's a patty thing to say. That is a patty thing to say. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I totally forgot what happened in this issue. <laughs> I forgot about the the gay neighbor, mutant neighbor, whatever. Uh, the, the, the mutant next door. <laughs> what the fuck? 
You know when you don't have a gay cousin? Does that mean you're the gay cousin? Yeah, I I thought that it was very just hasty. Hasty? Mm-hmm. It was hasty. I didn't feel like the story really justified what happened. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Does that make sense? No. <laughs> like I don't I don't think that they earned the right to have a conclusion because the story wasn't there. Like okay, so they're trying to get to point D. Haha. <laughs> and to you get to did point that on purpose. No. Stop. But to get to point D, you can't just jump there from A, you have to go to B and C first. So I don't feel like they earned the right to go straight for the D. And there's still a long way to go before we can get point D to point V. That's true. They did not earn the point V. They did not. They did not. No, I, I, I understand. Um, but that, And that's what you're supposed to do with... I feel like that's what you're supposed to do with comic book stories, you know? Not everything has to be self-contained. You kind of build up things over the course of a couple of issues. And that's what we get to. But it didn't happen with this series. And that's why I feel like it was kind of a letdown. Because the point of every single story was for Bobby to come out, like, on top. You think Bobby's a top? <sighs> <laughs> I wasn't looking to have that discussion. I was just waiting for you to chime in. There was this like a uh, poll on 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 Tumblr: Is Bobby a twink or is he a twonk? What's a twonk? Oh, like a twink, like a hunky twink? Yeah. All right. See, I'm smart. I can figure this shit out. Yeah. I don't got it. Yeah. I think that was the term. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously not a twink, guys. He's yeah, he's, no, he's not skinny. Yeah. He's, he's a twonk. Well, he's he's skinny, but you know, like he's fit. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's got he's got yeah. muscles. So anyway, yeah, I, I I I understand that this series was very important, and I'm not happy that it ended. But the way it was going, it just it kind of made sense to just kind of stop. You know, I would like to see more of this again in the future, maybe with a different creative team. But that's that's the end of that for now. That's the end of that. All right. So moving on. Next, we're going to talk about Cable Number One Fifty Five, which has the. I think we're on the seventy uh, second new creative team within the past within month. within <laughs> within the past three issues. Yeah, pretty pretty much. This, I can't believe we got a new fucking creative team again. And the thing is, is uh, what's it, his name? Ed Brisson. I think he's a good writer. And I liked what he did for the five issues or whatever which, it was which that he ones, had. It. Which ones did he write? Just like the the, the past dinosaur few... ones. N- the that, dinosaur ones. Those ones were stupid. Those ones. Oh, where there was like literally no story. Right. It was just yes. cable, just time traveling for no reason. Yes. No, 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 no. That was J- I think that was James Robinson. Okay, that was bad. Those were terrible. Yeah, and then Ed Brisson took over, and I was like, all right, fine. And then you know, fucking John Malin was the artist. But we got a new creative team. I was. Happy with this issue. I I, I I liked it. Um, you know, it had a cute little setup. Cable still doing what he does, but it was brief. You know, uh, he's taking, he, he's trying to help some Japanese kid, and then he just takes the fucking Japanese family to Australia of the future, so they're safe. And there's just now just these Japanese people from thirty years ago hanging out in Australia. Like, thanks, Cable. Yeah, it's kind of funny at the same time, but I I, I liked it because we got we got hope back. You know, and we got to see more of their relationship, right? We got to see these characters interacting with each other and kind of like developing, which you need to do with characters if you want to have a good story about them, right? So (sighs) you're saying that instead of creating new mutants to add and have 967 mutants, we're going to use mutants... That were already created and just cast to the wind, and we're going to continue writing them. I would never say something like "cast to the wind." I don't cast even know what that what that means. To the wind. Cast to the wind. Thrown like what kind wind? of a cast? No, we don't throw cast to the wind. Like the cast of <laughs> <laughs> the cast of Almost Famous, the the cast of the cast that I got taken off of my shoulder when I injured it. Yes. I never injured my shoulder. There is no cast. Oh, that that's that's my the mind blow. That is the mind blow right there. Cast to the wind. Throw caution to the wind. Throw caution to the wind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Right anymore nobody but, does right now but nobody um, not even i do hope was just kind of created as a plot device and then stop it she got she got you're a plot device yeah you, you <laughs> take that back i'm gonna push you into traffic 
she was made as a plot device. Then she got a series. And don't get me wrong, I love Hope, but everybody's like forgotten about her. Like, how many yes. redheads do we need? Let's stop just it. fucking throw that's, her under the bus. We don't need her. That's stop it. We should have that's a hair team of redheads. Just that's it. Yes, just ginger team. We talked about team that. Ginger. Did we, we we talked about that a few months ago. I don't think it was, we weren't like, oh, Redhead's Team Ginger, but it was like Hope and Teenage Gene, mm-hmm. and then there were mm-hmm. the Cuckoos and Emma Jean. and Quentin, and, and yeah, like, Adult Gene was still in Ghost Form coming back. That would be an amazing team. No, 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 no. Put, shit out the, of that book. but they're not all Redheads. I mean, they can okay. dye their hair. I mean, one of the Cuckoos no, is. No, no, no. Okay, so we'll take the one of the Cuckoos. We'll <laughs> take uh, regular Gene. We'll take uh, Young Gene. We'll take... Hope you are being so prejudiced right now just because you're a redhead and they're redheads too and you're excluding everybody else. That's that's not nice. Uh, At some point we're going to talk about this title. Hope got a tattoo. Yeah, she got a tattoo. I loved loved when Cable showed up at the school to visit Hope and he just wants to know where Hope is and Shadowcat is like, let's use our words. I'll go talk to her for you. And Cable's just like, no, where is her? Well, the, where is her? Where is her? No, where where is she? And she's like, no, but if you just give it a few minutes, and then he just fucking teleports. And I'm like, he's like, no talking, just fucking testosterone. I talk with my balls, kitty, my big bad <sighs> 90s balls. So I thought that was good. This new villain is interesting. I think it's weird when they kind of retroactively put these characters in there. It's like, well, this villain was there all along, and he had everything to do with everything. We just never saw him. It makes sense. He's a techno-organic monster, and he has got an in- he's got an interesting name though, because I don't know how to pronounce it. It looks like Metis, but it also Metis. looks like Metis. Metis. <laughs> and I'm thinking like the Beatus. Like you're. <laughs> he's got the diametis. I'm gonna I'm gonna Beatus my Metis to you, baby. <laughs> and when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, you know what, joke Patty is gonna make? She's gonna be like, she's she's gonna say like. But I can't eat meatus. It's got to be vegas. I'm gonna, <laughs> because I'm vegan. I'm going to kickus your flickus. I don't... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is a flickus? I was going to say foot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anything but the foot. <laughs> going to kick you right in the foot. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, so... <laughs> so cable <laughs> so yeah so hope gets a tattoo why do you call it a tattoo it's a scar because i saw somebody on tumblr called a tattoo why are you okay all right so there's not much more to say about this except um i like i like this issue so long and good night i like where it's going i hope that hope st- i hope that hope sticks around in this title I hope we get to see more of her and uh we'll see what happens um and the final new comic that we're going to be talking about new. is new, new mutants new. colon new dead souls new number one new new colon I s- you want a brand new colon on the price <gasps> is right all right you so get anyway. a colon you get a colon everyone gets, gets a colon, colon. all right thanks Oprah. what i want one you have one it doesn't work good. Uh, I think it works mighty fine. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Alright, so um so New Mutants Dead Souls number one. So first of all, Guido has a cat. And what perfect is more precious than Guido with a cat? That's exactly <clears throat> what I was thinking. So first of all, Guido wants to keep the cat, which I'm I'm very happy about. Guido got his soul back. He's a good man. He's trying to take care of his cat. But it's not just a cat. It's a baby cat. And... A kitten, if you will. Oh, right. A plot device, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Wolfsbane is such a bitch. She's always a bitch. And you know what? I bet this comes from Cat's Eye. Freaking her out when they were younger. Like, way back I, in the day. No. Because you know Cat's Eye had a no. crush on her. No. You know no. there was it was a lesbianic it, that's what you call it, right? A les yeah. like a symbiotic but lesbianic right, yeah, relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Like a lesbianic just grows. Yeah, les- like the vagina. Lesbianist. The vagina just kinda grows out and just engulfs the other one. That's yeah, that's how, how it works. Oh, I don't I don't even know yeah. what I was going for. Um, um yeah, uh Raina's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She, no no no. I don't think this has anything to do with her being a lesbian. 
or what have you. Yeah. I think uh I think uh she's just a bitch. She had uh relations with that woman. That woman. Am I right? Is- For all of you nineties kids, <laughs> remember Bill Clinton twenty years ago? That's <laughs> topical. Only 90s kids remember. (laughs) Anybody who was born in the 80s or the 70s. No, fuck you. You don't remember Bill Clinton. Right. You weren't there. I guess magic fucking teleported that cat into limbo. Teleported the kitten into limbo so it could be a cat and know how to take care of itself. Yeah, yeah. Because Guido was like, we can't just leave it. It's a baby cat. I was just really, really upset. Because like you could see the look on that cat's face. That cat saw some shit. Um, I felt I felt bad. They took like a vote on it or something. Yeah, I know, and and that's what I'm saying. Wolf Spain was the fucking deciding vote. Yeah, she's, she's like, I don't like cats because I'm stupid. Yeah, who that's doesn't? Literally, if what you she don't, said. if you don't like cats, read a book. Yeah, read a book. <laughs> if you don't like cats, read a book. <laughs> only if only if you're a '90s kid. <laughs> Otherwise, you got no idea. Yeah, well, no idea are. about that about that Bill Clinton reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, listen, I like zombies. Do if, you? if you don't, read a book. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There are a lot of people that complain. <laughs> there are a lot of people that complain that zombies are overused. They are. And I feel like until a zombie apocalypse actually happens in real life, there is no such thing as overusing zombies. No, no, so no. I feel like the more I, zombies, the merrier. I have an opinion to say about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like that about vampires. Like, there's too many vampire stories. All of them oh, are, absolutely. like, young adults, like, fucking, I don't give a shit. You're fucking sparkling or whatever the fuck. I don't care. You know what? No more vampires. No more vampires. I am going to fucking Wanda Maximoff this shit right now. No more vampires. <laughs> but zombies, yeah, cool. Bring it on. I'll fucking, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll watch the new season of Walking Dead, bitch. I don't care. You know who hates vampires? Only 90s kids. <laughs> And you were literally born in the 90s. I was. Oh, man. I was. See? 92. Jonathan was right. Boom. Episode over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. uh, 90, 92. I, I clearly remember <laughs> and understand what happened listen, with Bill Clinton. Listen. I'm listening. You know what happened with I Bill do. Clinton and you hate vampires. I do. Am I wrong, Patty? You're not wrong. I, I am, am not 90, wrong. I am a 90s kid. Fuck yeah. All right. Anyway, getting back to uh, <laughs> comics. <laughs> I um no this this was a really great setup. I don't know how the fuck they can just transform into their new uniforms, but whatever. Um, X Men have done it before. It was really badass. I like seeing them in their you know quote unquote street clothes, but then they just transform into their uniforms. And you know some douchebag that Karma employed was a fucking grave robber, and that's why there were zombies. So the New Mutants took care of it. The thing is, I I really like this setup. Karma is in charge of this like I, I don't. It's either Hachi or Hachi. I'm sorry. Say it however you want. But she's in charge of this fucking company. And she's got this team together to investigate paranormal activity. Not just the movie. Right. This is a great idea for a fucking X-Men comic book. Yes, like, keep why it going, not? We have an X-Men team to investigate paranormal shit. I love paranormal shit. I love the X-Men. This is right up my alley. And this team is fucking so awesome. cool together and it's worked, awesome it's hilarious they work so well together just all the characters sort of. <laughs> no i mean not that they like meld or anything like yeah. not like they're all going to have sexual relations with that woman <laughs> but like just <laughs> just like you know you got like your stoic guy you got your funny guy you got your sassy bitch you got your bitchy bitch you know you got you got yeah, every your strong guy you got your strong guy you got your boom boom you got your boom boom guy uh, and you got the boom boom pow. <laughs> Isn't that like a you kind know, of chicken? You know who gets that reference? Boom boom chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. So I'm already so, dead, baby. I'm so, already dead soul. <laughs> so in your in your show notes, it said that you thought that the Hachi Corporation sounded familiar, and yeah. I thought that too. And you know why? Because of the the Hitachi. Yes. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was just looking at it, and I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? Yeah, of course. I didn't realize that it was a thing that her, like, sister ran before. Like, I didn't remember shit about that. I was just like, yeah, it's vibrators, bitch. It was, um, no, it happened in, I think, uh, Marjorie Liu was still the writer of Astonishing X-Men. 
Um, I don't remember that. It was Karma's, like, half-sister. She put a team together to go, like, I don't know. Because Karma's sister wanted Karma and the X-Men, like, dead, and fucking they stopped her, and then Karma took over the company. So, there you go. No, this, listen, this needs to be an ongoing series. Yes! Uh, just, period. Like, I, I liked this first issue. This needs to be an ongoing. Like, what the fuck? We know that they only put this out now because the original plan was for the movie to come out in April. And we're going to be talking more about that later <laughs> on. Yeah, jokes on, jokes on all of us. But, um, yeah, so, you know, next decade, when this movie is finally going to come out, launch the ongoing series and have it take off like this, you know, another a Paranormal Investigations X-Men team. It would be amazing. Like a boom, boom, boom. Did you think New Mutants was great or did it have no soul? Boo. Did Iceman's finale feel really cold or did Richter shake things up enough to make it enjoyable? Boo. You groan about those fucking terrible jokes while we take a break. Let's be real. The X-Men are great, but there's a lot more to life than talking about mutant booty. You shut your mouth, you goddamn prude. That's why Geekade.com covers not just comics, but video games, wrestling, horror movies, and music. Nightcrawler's ass is the kind of blue moon I need in my evening. We at Geekade.com are eclectic nerds, and we want to share our nerdy articles, podcasts, and videos about all different geeky subjects with you, our fellow geeks. You guys should really cover butts. Wait, no. Leave them uncovered. Stop by Geekade.com today for all kinds of geeky content to meet your geek needs. What was the name of the ancestor of Storm that Magic and Mirage met when one of Magic's teleportation discs went awry? Adam X! Rachel was once seriously injured by Wolverine when he tried to stop her from murdering who? Adam X! These are examples of the tough trivia questions that you can find on the Facebook page, One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men. You can also find links to sweet original swag and cool artwork. I hope there's artwork of Adam X. He's an extreme cutie. One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men is the place for us X-Men fans to come together and discuss all things X-Men related. Step by one million to see Wolverine and the X-Men today. Tell them Adam X sent you. Alright guys, so this is normally where we would be talking about our mutant memories, but we're not going to do that because we have a new format now. If you didn't listen till, until the end of our last episode, we're going to be trying this, uh, trying out this podcast twice a month now. So the format is, uh, the first episode of the month is going to be some comics and some news from the previous month, and then the third Wednesday of the month, we're going to be talking about new comics and old comics, and maybe whatever else we can think about. Um, so yeah, you can catch our Mutant Memories next episode, which will be in two weeks. For now, we've got a few pieces of news, uh, some really exciting news, actually, the first one I'm not as <laughs> excited about. No, uh, this is not good news. We'll, we'll start yeah. with the bad news. Well, it could be worse. So, all right. So, we're getting the X-23 series starting in July, which, okay, so she's not Wolverine anymore, but also it's not going to be Tom Taylor writing her anymore. And that's the sad part. That we, is we, the sad part. like, never wanted him to, to ever just, stop <laughs> yeah we just wanted him to be like you know i'll fucking buy him a fucking defibrillator i don't know what what is that called Why? that like life masks or whatever like he can be like on his deathbed and he's going to be writing wolverine okay i was gonna say i, don't, I hope he doesn't have a defibrillator what's that thing the called fibr- the, <laughs> the mask a pacemaker the, the mask with like the oxygen and stuff i'll put him on life support i'll pay for that <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for him if he's on his deathbed i'm gonna be like 90 and just be like don't die on me you bitch I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. So I'm glad that he himself said that, like, we're going to have Laura, we're going to have Gabby, Jonathan, even the fucking Pelican statue, but it's a new creative team. Uh, Juan Cabal has been doing the art for All New Wolverine, so great. He's a good artist, fine, keep doing it. But we have this other writer I'm not familiar with, Mariko Tamaki. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her either. And why the fuck do they need to change all the time the fucking creative teams when it's doing well? Like, the, I don't understand. The thing is, okay, I have to disagree with you there. We're going up into the 30s before they're changing the creative team now. So that's a pretty good run. Yeah, but honestly, 
Why does he need to? Why does it need to change though? The thing is, is I have read that. Well, not only is Tom Taylor going to continue on X Men Red, but they're trying to work out other things for him to be working on. They haven't, you know, they're in the process of developing, I guess, other titles, other characters, other ideas. So he can't talk about it yet. But that means that Marvel is giving Tom Taylor more stuff to do. Okay, but. <clears throat> Uh, but, whatever, but, we but we want him to still do right, this. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck, I, fuck new people. I don't like change. Listen, fucking do a New Mutants ongoing. Put Tom Taylor in charge of it. Okay. I will buy 20 copies of every single issue. Uh, I don't know. I hope it's something mutant related because, like, you can guarantee that we're picking yeah, it up. If it's going to be, like, fucking Daredevil, like, who gives a <laughs> shit? I'm not going to get that. You're not going to get me to buy fucking Electra or some shit. Oh, God. You know, like, blasphemy. Don't like, even. What if he writes fucking, fucking, I don't know, Rom? <laughs> no, you know what's funny about Rom? <laughs> what? Is IDW owns him now. Really? Yeah, IDW bought Rom <laughs> from Marvel. Yeah. Well, Marvel was wasn't a, using him. That was a great investment, guys. Whatever. IDW does fine for themselves, to be honest. And they also, listen, all right, this is mutant related, right? <laughs> okay. Because... They're putting out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that series, stop it, don't laugh at me. That series is fucking amazing. You guys need to be reading the IDW TMNT. Alright, so anyway. So yeah, so it's, that's happening. That's that's kind of upsetting. I'm happy that he's still sticking around with Marvel, you know what I mean? They need to sign him so he doesn't like fucking leave. Yeah. Because everybody else good leaves. I honestly, I hope Marvel can convince him to go exclusive with them somehow. I really do. Marvel needs more. <laughs> Marvel needs help. Like, I still love Marvel's characters and, in general, Marvel stories more because I'm just not a fan of DC. And I have tried, but um, Marvel does need more help. And Marvel this guy does is amazing. what DC don't. They need to put a ring on it with this guy. Yeah, like, <clears throat> honestly, I don't want to sound like a crazy bitch, but, like, I want us to be exclusive. Yeah, and it's gonna really it's gonna really hurt me if because uh, I'm treating this as an exclusive relationship. Do you really wanna hurt me? <laughs> you know who so. remember that? Only '90s kids will get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, this is this is just your monthly reminder that we just love Tom Taylor. We right. want we want to adopt adopt him. Or or vice versa. No, I don't know. Fucking how old vice he is. versa. He's he's gotta be older than me. It doesn't even matter. Dude lives in Australia. You know what's in Australia? Fucking kangaroos. kangaroos. Let's him let him adopt us so we can go move there. Alright, anyway, we gotta move on. Um next piece of news, which is a bit better than what we just talked about. Dazzler Dazzler one shot coming in June. It's called Dazzler X Song. Um, so she's part of the Brooklyn punk scene in this. We have the Eisner nominated writer. Magdalene Visaggio. Part of the solicit is it's up to Dazzler to protect her dedicated inhuman fans. Ugh. I don't know if that was a mistake printed by Newsarama, like it's literally the inhumans or like they meant something else. But no, this is this is the actual solicit, so I, I don't know. Anyway, even if doing so means that she has to turn to her own past for clues and answers. So they had a little preview of the artwork, and I'm gonna, I, I always, I link everything in, in the show notes so you guys can take a look. The artwork looks kind of basic, but it's like cute and fitting, uh, so I don't really have any complaints. And when they say, like, Dazzler's past, I hope that they mean Lois, to be honest. We both Her half-sister. <clears throat> we both just finished reading Dazzler's uh, solo series from the 80s, which... I can't really say that I would highly recommend, but... I would not even <laughs> slightly recommend. Yeah, listen, some of it was definitely some, yeah, entertaining. some of it was good. And some of it was good. Yeah. But I really, I really like her half-sister. Who's pretty much with her. Yeah. Who, pretty like, much. touches something and it dies. But it's a little bit more interesting because she has the potential to control it, but she right. couldn't really back then in the 80s. Right, and then she just disappeared. She disappeared for over two decades, and then she was brought back in Necrotia, and then, you know, they forgot about her again. She was last seen on um, Utopia, like, in a fucking coma. And so when they say, like, 
Dazzler's past. I'm hoping that they do something with this. She's got a cool power. She's got the potential to be really interesting. She has motivation for being angry. Like, let's see more of this. I just, I, I, I'm glad that Dazzler is getting a one-shot. But this is what she got in 2010 after Necrotia. A one-shot. Like, at least give her a miniseries. I, I, I don't know. I, I wish we would see more of Dazzler. I agree. Honestly, I don't know if a miniseries with her would sell too well. Um, she's think, not really a popular character. I think there are some serious Dazzler fans. There, there, there are. I know that there are, but like, there aren't a lot of them. Is That's, what I'm saying. No, and and you know, you are probably and it's like right. Not enough to justify making a miniseries. They'd probably lose money on but, it. Basically, that's, that's why I would say try the miniseries. You know, like don't go with a full blown ongoing. But... No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I don't know if a miniseries even like. Even if it's, like, five issues. Like, they might lose money on that, you know? I... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that there are, like, diehard Dazzler fans, but what are... Is, like, every diehard Dazzler fan going to buy 20 issues of comics so that, like, it justifies the numbers? Like, Somebody at Marvel's got to be willing to take a pay cut for Dazzler. Do Come it. On, take do one it for the for, team. Do it for Dazzler. Take one for the team. Do it for her. Right. <laughs> Another nice piece of news, even though we really don't have much information, is that it looks like we might be getting a new Uncanny series. So there was this big build-up <clears throat> to um, the announcement that the Fantastic Four are officially returning to Marvel Comics. Great. But then we get this image, and it says Uncanny. It's a picture of the Danger Room, and it's got the number one on it. So when you do the math... It seems like we're getting an Uncanny X-Men number one sometime soon. Again, really no details on it as of this recording anyway. And the real big news was about the Fantastic Four, but... Who I, cares about them? This isn't a Fantastic Four podcast. I'm kind of interested a little bit. Like, listen, I've been reading mm. Marvel 2 and 1, which has been focusing on the thing in the Human Torch. Really, in my opinion, the interesting part of the Fantastic Four, but Chip Zdarsky has been making it awesome. Oh, Fantastic. He's been making it fantastic. It's going to be Dan Slott writing it. Maybe he'll uh maybe he'll kill off one of them again, promise that they're going to stay dead forever and then bring them back a year later like kind of like he did with Spider-Man. Oh. Uh. That wasn't even his choice. All right, whatever. Anyway, I I I've been saying for a while now we need a new uncanny series. I think we need a new uncanny series starring Emma Frost and her team. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh <laughs> What do we need? Uh I respectfully disagree. Right. What do we need? It's my money, and I need it now. If you if you don't like the thought of Emma Frost leading a team in an Uncanny series, what do you uh, who do you want to see? Uh, Jean Grey. Right, we got her in X Men Red. Right, who do you uh, want in Uncanny? Jean Grey. I bet you it's going to be a six one six Wolverine. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh, either him or Magneto, but uh, preferably yeah. Jean would be leading both teams. <laughs> <laughs> she can't do that though. That's Wolverine's mutant power. It's not it, Jean's it is, mutant power. Just, just. Give her a chance. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to a couple of pieces of movie news. Movie news. Uh, I hope you guys don't want to see any X-Men movies I anytime sure soon. Because Patty sure as shit doesn't, so I'm sure she's happy about this. I am. So we already got, you know, that, that news that um, New Mutants was pushed back from April of this year until February of next year. Well, ha! oops, JK, we really meant that Dark Phoenix is going to be February of next year, and New Mutants is going to be August of 2019. There were a bunch of rumors about reshoots. We know that, like, Maisie Williams was like, oh, that's weird. That's not happening. And then Anna Taylor-Joy was like, oh, yeah, that's that's happening. But it, it didn't matter at the time. It was just really kind of shitty to wake up to this news one day because they announced it, like, in the middle of the night, at least where we are um, on the east coast of the United States, if you guys didn't already know that. If you want to uh, stop by. Right, if you want to stop by. We're on the East Coast. We're on the East Coast, so just stop by the East Coast. <laughs> you know, ring the doorbell. Stop front. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be here. Yeah. So, yeah, so that kind of sucks, but it apparently New Mutants needs at least 50% of that movie reshot. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, because... Just cancel it at this point. <laughs> they already invested enough money in this, and the, the thing about this is, is... Is Why this? it got pushed back so far is because these actors, you've got a couple of Game of Thrones actors right. and whatever, like just actors with obligations already. They can't even meet at the same time to do these reshoots until sometime later this year. So that's why it got pushed back so much. 
Plus, aside from the reshoots, they want to add more characters. So there's more writing involved in this. They're going to be adding a couple of more characters. It sounds like a fucking mess is what it sounds like. Yep, it's going to be a piece of shit. But what I thought was interesting, this just started to come out a little bit over the past couple of days, and it seems now it's gained some momentum. But again, these are just rumors as of this recording this hasn't been confirmed not that it really matters apparently um the actor john ham mm. was supposed to portray mr sinister oh my god at the very end I did not of know that. new mutants that is so hot i would yes that honestly like honestly, he looks I the wanna, part i want to see him he's as a sinister. good actor right would, oh my god and he's so fucking gorgeous like i don't know anything about him I, I think as an actor i don't know if i've seen him in anything but uh he looks the part of mr sinister i'm a little iffy on that i don't know if i really want to see mr sinister in the new mutants movie though i feel like he's fitting in the gambit movie include the marauders in there in the <laughs> new gambit movie yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which allegedly got a new production date, Shut but I'm not talking about up. it. Listen, we will talk about the Gambit film on this podcast after we have seen it already. The completed film in the theater, which will be never. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's where Sinister belongs, you know what I mean? In a new Mutants movie, I want to see... So we were getting the Demon Bear, fine. I want to see uh, Warlock. I want to see the Hellions. Like, I guess, you know, Mr. Sinister could be fitting, but... So the rumor now is that Antonio Banderas... Oh, I know that guy. Is, I know that name. ...is going to be reportedly playing a villain in, in a new scene. But allegedly, it's not Mr. Sinister. So maybe they just scrapped that idea. Again, these are rumors as of right now, but it's gained momentum. It's literally all over social media and the internet right now. Again, maybe somebody will come forward and say it's true or debunk it or... Maybe we'll just be, you know, sitting around farting and guessing for the next year and a half until we finally see the fucking movie, if it actually happens. But who knows right now? I just thought it was interesting and, you know, enough to bring up. So that'll do it for this episode of Mutant Musings. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to leave us a comment on geekade.com, 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook, leave us some feedback on iTunes, and check out some of our favorite X-Men-related images on Instagram at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast. What do you think of Dazzler getting only a one-shot? Would you rather see an ongoing? Uh, with Laura going back to X-23, do you think Logan is going to return to his role as Wolverine? Join us next time when we'll be discussing the first two appearances of the Hellions and, of course, new comics. Until then... Blossoming lesbians were right. Oh, yeah. <laughs>